0: In the U.S. alone, more than 1.7 million people are diagnosed with cancer each year. Millions more are impacted as they watch someone close battle this disease. Shaking Cancer is an effort to tell the stories that counter the effects of this relentless and unforgiving disease. This is the Shaking Cancer Podcast. I've really enjoyed the conversations that I've had with Matthew Schultz in just sitting in his backyard and having conversations. And that's one of the great things I think about the people I've had a chance to talk to as part of this podcast is that people who have come from all different um, places in the U S at this point, I hope internationally at some point, to be honest with you, but just people who have come from all different backgrounds, who have come from different parts of the country, who have different stories to tell. Uh, and I think Matthew has an amazing story and amazing perspective that he can bring to. So, uh, hello, number one, thanks for doing this. I appreciate it.
1: Not a problem. Thanks for having me.
0: So let's start with a simple question. Uh, and sometimes it's not a simple question, but I'm hoping that you see it as a simple question. How did cancer enter your life? What are the times that have had the biggest impact on you?
1: Yeah. So, uh, um, so first and foremost, as a as a as a pastor, um, you know, unfortunately, cancer has entered into my life too many times. Um, professionally, obviously, and, and and having to walk with families through uh, through. You know the diagnosis, through the treatments, through the 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 death, and and yes, sometimes even through the the remission, where 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 you get to, you know you get the joy and the happiness of of, of a family not having to deal with cancer anymore. Um, so unfortunately, like I said, I've had to deal with it a lot over coming up on 20 years of public ministry that I've done. Um, but most personally, it came through uh, my mom. And so my mom was, uh, diagnosed, my mom was, uh, I'll, I'll tell you a little bit about my mom, mm-hmm. uh, that way, that way she becomes a little, hopefully a little more real. Sure. Uh, but, uh, anyway, so my mom was the healthiest person you've ever met. Um, she, she she was very, very health conscious. She never smoked. She didn't, she didn't drink too much. You know, she drank a, a glass of wine or, or two or well, sometimes maybe three, <laughs> uh, but, but still never wasn't, it wasn't like a, uh, you know, there was nothing ever physically wrong with my mom and and uh, she was just really, really healthy. And uh, she ended up giving me a call. Um, actually that i well, will tell that story in a second. Mm-hmm. So, so basically my mom, my mom, uh, unfortunately had to go through, go through a cancer that was not due to anything she had done. It was not due to anything, you know, like her, her, her oncologist just literally said to my mom, she's, he, he said, uh, you know, you just, you just got a raw deal. That's all there is to it. Uh, because, uh, unfortunately she, she, uh, suffered from pancreatic cancer. Um, so, so, uh, if, if, if you know the cancers, do you know, that one's, uh, not exactly one to be, toyed with uh, or played around with and so so uh um, that happened let's see she got cancer three four years ago um this coming thanksgiving is when we found out so this will be the four year anniversary uh and then she unfortunately lost her battle with cancer uh october of the following year so she lived about a year after the diagnosis so so uh, so yeah
0: you know, in all the conversations that you and I have had, if we've known, if we haven't known, if we haven't had the conversation, I slipped my mind that my dad, you know, passed away from pancreatic cancer as well. So we have that connection between us. We also have the connection that uh, moms that were healthy, and I always tell the story about my mom that the one of the nurses that was caring for her in her final weeks said one of the reasons that my mom had continued to Show some strength in her final weeks was because she was so healthy otherwise, and without the cancer, would have lived many more years. Just simply because she had taken care of herself, and again, not that she wasn't a, a an Olympic athlete, but she had taken care of herself over the years. Right. She was she was you know relatively healthy for a woman in her mid sixties. So when you look back and you look at the the experience of what you had to go through you know, in the starting point and the end point of what it was with, with your mom. Do you have moments that stick out in your mind where you think to yourself, wow, that's a story that relates or that has sort of merged into your professional life? Are there things yeah. there that, that stand out to you? Yeah,
1: no, there's, there's <laughs> unfortunately unfortunately I can honestly say I don't yeah. think I don't think there's anything that has been more beneficial. Yeah. Professionally, and I, I hate to say it that way, uh than than going through cancer with my mom, and and the reason why is because, you know, you you learn very very quickly what it feels like to be the family again when when you're a pastor and you're you're there and you think, you when you're a young pastor you think you got to say stuff and and you gotta you know make everything better as you get older you figure out that that's not necessarily the case sometimes just being there is the biggest thing yeah. but even even within that there's all sorts of times where you're like what should i be doing what should i be saying or you know and, and and you feel unsure but then going through it with your mom you know going for me going through it with my mom um and being able to see how it affected my family, how it affected uh, each one of my uh, my brothers and, and my dad, and then also myself. It, it definitely did change uh, how I in you know how I interact with people who who do uh, receive a cancer diagnosis or really a diagnosis of any kind when they're going through a struggle like that. So, but uh, I think the two the two questions or the two well there are lots of stories. <laughs> let's, let's go with three. Let's okay. All right. So the first one is uh, I'll never forget uh, when my dad, when my mom uh, told me, and it was horrible because we had just come home from a trip. The family had gone over to uh, um, uh, Switzerland and uh, we were excited to, to, to be going, and, 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 uh, and it was great. It was the first time going over and seeing some friends. And I get, we landed JFK and, or not JFK, yeah, JFK, and, and, yeah. and I turn on my phone. And there's a, there's a text message from my little brother who never ever text messages, mm. stuff like this. He says, you need to call mom and dad. And, and so I'm like, Oh boy. So I don't even call my little brother. I just call mom and dad and mom picks up and, and uh, she, you know, I'm on, the, I'm on the plane. I'm literally still waiting to get off the plane.
0: Yeah. Taxing. Yeah,
1: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and, my, and, uh, I get my mom and, uh, and she says, well, Um, just wanted to let, you know, uh, been diagnosed with, uh, stage with stage three, uh, pancreatic cancer, Mm -hmm. um, which is, you know, you know, and, and so again, like I'm, I'm just sitting there going, okay, all right. I've got a two hour drive back, you know, Mm -hmm. (laughs) know? (laughs) what am I supposed to do with this? I don't know. Um, So so that was, that was, that was tough. It was, but, but at the same time, it was so weird because it was so, it was so incongruous with what I was doing and surreal that it just didn't even, you know, I looked at Kristen, I looked at my wife and I go, my mom's got cancer Mm -hmm. and that was it. You know, like it was, it, it just hardly even really registered. Yeah. Then the other one, the other story that really sticks out was uh, when she was, when, when, when she was going through chemo, um, again, she lived in Colorado. So I did not, I did not see my mom a lot. I I, uh, was, was able to get back and see her uh, a couple of times during that year, but uh, still being in New York and her in Colorado, it's just, it was just very difficult to to get back. So I would call a lot. And um, I think the, the two things that were the, were the most surprising is for the first two weeks I couldn't call my mom uh, and talk uh, because I would just start crying. Mm. It wouldn't even have to be something sad. And I'm not, I'm not a crier. Right. You know, that's yeah. just not my personality. Right. But I would just be, I would just get choked up. Couldn't talk. Then uh, once we got past that phase, then, <laughs> it then it really, then it really was weird because there were so many people around her that were, you know they, they were they were they were talking to her as a sick person they were talking to her you know not talking to her and letting her kind of either have black humor my dad did not like black humor mm-hmm. and my mom my mom and I would make jokes we'd crack jokes all the time about death and about sickness and yep. you know it was just our way of coping with it um and then and then the other one was people would just you know again talk to her like she was brittle and and and, and stuff like this and it drove her nuts And so, so she, you know, she, and I just, she, she kind of said, Hey, Matthew, please don't do that. Yeah. (laughs) Talk to me me like you always do. So I Mm -hmm. did, which, uh, you know, that was that, that, that kind of stuck out to me as well. That was another one of those learning things like, no, sometimes they want to talk about their cancer or their sickness or their what's going on. Sometimes they don't. And it's totally cool, you know, and, and just being able to deal with that.
0: So, so I have a, I have a story just related to that, that just to sort of break that up just to, for a second, that it, it's giving me chills actually just what I'm thinking about it. So my mom and there's stories that you and I will share, I know at some point uh, that won't ever make it into this episode. I will tell you that there's a story that I will never forget of bringing my mom in her last couple of weeks, a plate of pancakes because we were just trying to find something that was tasty, but would also give her some nutrition and keep her strength up just a little bit. And her condition had just gotten worse by the day at that point. And she was on heavy medication and all of these things. We brought her a plate of pancakes and we had cut all the food up for her because it was difficult to chew. And it was all these things that you're trying to counterbalance and do all these things. And you bring her this plate of pancakes and there was like a little bit of like breakfast sausage to the side and you know, like you, you bring her this and it's, it's so strange that you're doing this and, and you have to cut up all the food into these tiny little pieces and you, you give it to her and you're just hoping, just hoping that she would just eat just a little bit of it. And I put it down and she looks at me and she goes, what, no syrup?
1: <laughs>
0: I'm sorry. I didn't know that we were taking orders today. I, I didn't know that was the deal, but you, you know, know. <laughs> it's, it's, it's those kinds of stories that I think also make people very uncomfortable. Yeah, because it was not a good experience. The feeling I get from you is that that's a story that could have happened and probably did happen in your mom and dad's house. Like, oh, yeah, that's how it goes. Yeah,
1: yeah. I, I, no, absolutely. I think I think I think what, what again, what what really struck me about as you know, as I would talk to my mom, I guess one of the things that stands out while, while she was healthy, again, she went through a lot of chemo and and so she had the ups and downs of chemo and all that. But she stayed really quite strong um, up until about two weeks before she passed away. And, and one of the things that I actually asked and we talked about was just I, I how, how often do you get to talk to somebody, to talk to your parent who knows you better than you know you, mm. and you get, to, you get to ask, what's it like to know you're going to die, mm. you know? And and be because that's that's a question like literally, and I hate to say it, you know, not only personally but 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 professionally, just being able just being able to say, you know, you know, during the course of a normal conversation, mm-hmm. and being able to say, you know, you know, this is a death sentence. It doesn't matter if it's if it's you know, a year, two years, three years. I mean, like like pancreatic cancer is is is. I mean, what is the survivability? It's like ninety. Isn't it ninety nine? Still ninety nine percent? Something like that? Yeah,
0: I mean it's 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 a ridiculous number, whatever it is. But but it's but it gives you. Yeah, but it it gives you. You know, I always talk about that with cancer. That cancer somehow, even with all this sort of the awful that comes around it, gives you somehow this key that opens this door to something else and Mm -hmm. lets has this power that can be both negative and positive in what it does and how it impacts us. It's so strange. And what I've said before is if you had someone come from another planet and you were trying to explain to them what cancer was and the full scope of cancer, you couldn't do it because you'd have to explain both sides of it if you were trying to do it accurately.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, because because I mean, all of a sudden, all of a sudden you're, you you as, as, as the person not suffering with it, you start to value your time with that other person so much more. You start to, you start to think about conversations that need to be had. I mean, it just, it changes your perspective. Good. Like you said, good and bad, you know, mm-hmm. but, but, but again, I, I mean, those, I guess those are the, to your point about just the feeding and, and these weird things, there's all sorts of these weird things that happen around, like you're saying around cancer that you just go, huh, you know, and you look back afterwards and, and you think, in a lot of ways that would obviously never happy that it happens, but man, some of the, some of the things that you can, you can, you, you learn about your parents or you learn about your loved ones because of it. It's, I mean, there's, there's, it's priceless too. That's, that's that, that, like you said, that's the weird side of it is that, no, there's some, there's some stuff I look back on going, yeah, no, I'm glad that we got that year because of what it did for my family, what it did for my brothers and I, you know, uh, my dad and I, and all this kind of, I mean, like, absolutely. So, so yeah, but uh, uh, I would say the, the last, <laughs> now another story, this is actually at the sports <laughs> angle, but I'll, I'll get to that one in a second. Okay. Uh, but, but the, the last story, I think the the hardest, the thing that will remain, the thing that will remain in my mind about my mom's uh, probably the most painful part about it is, um, so I was talking to my mom probably, like I said, about two weeks before, before she passed away. And that was the last time where I talked to her and I knew it was her. And what I mean by that is, by, is, is um, as the cancer took over, uh, she started to be less and less cognizant. I mean, yeah. again, not she, it wasn't like she, you know, she, she just wasn't keeping up with the conversation. That's the best way to say it. Like you'd have to repeat yourself, and my mom was a very, very quick mm-hmm. and sharp woman, so that that was weird, right? And so you started to kind of pick this up, going, "Huh, that's weird." But uh, I remember having that last conversation with her, and 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 thinking, you know, uh, I just had the last conversation with my mom, you know, where where I know it's my mom, and then and then uh, uh, like two days later, two days later, uh, I got the three days later, I got the phone call from my dad. That uh, they had gone to the 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 uh, gone to the oncologist, and there was one more there's one more way experimental thing that they were going to try, you know, for for pancreatic cancer and all this good stuff at the at the University of Colorado Medical Center in Denver, and and so they were going to try this, and they couldn't because my mom's um, my mom's uh, blood count wasn't good enough to for her. She, she wasn't healthy enough anymore. Yep. And I remember talking to my mom that day. She was still, you know, mostly there because, you know, she was, but again, her, she wasn't yeah. fully there anymore, but I remember her saying, I'm tired and I'm done. And, and then, and then from that, I flew two days, three days after that, I flew home. I, I walk into my house and my mom had to be reminded who I was. Yeah. You know, like like just because she couldn't, there was no, there was no, um, there was n- nothing that was.
0: Uh, wasn't it wasn't like, her.
1: Well, no, it, it, like like once it yeah. Hit in head why I, you know that yep. I was that, you know all all of a sudden then then she knew then it was no problem right. But that moment walking in and going you know no she's she's really really far down yeah. that road of of not being fully herself anymore not being able to communicate anymore that was that was that was devastatingly hard um but we did but from there we got uh another five days um with my mom uh before she uh, fortunately before she before she passed away uh so 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 it was those last five days were really incredible you know uh got yeah. to watch got to watch the day the day she died she and i uh she was in her bed and we we let we laid there watching a Broncos game because she was a huge Broncos fan so so we just like you know I just laid in I just laid uh you know holding her hand next to her in bed and you know she didn't talk um you know but uh but yeah that was that was that's a that's that's another fun one that that I think about is you know she actually sat there and watched it because she was she would she would react to the game yeah but she was reacting to the game so so I, I found it funny because she wouldn't she wouldn't talk to me at that point, but she was still reacting to the sure. football game. So obviously the football game was more interesting than I was.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know what's what's amazing to me in all of this is that I, just in our conversation thus far, there's at least a dozen things that I could go back and I could say that is similar or almost on point with the experience that I had with my mom and the experience that she had in her final weeks in how she let me know in her treatment and going to treatment and having different levels of something in her body not be where it could be for her to have the surgery that she needed or just the regular treatment that she was supposed to have that day. And that's part of this to me is to have those conversations so that we know that we're not alone, that we have a lot of similar stories. And there's some things that you and I may talk about that somebody else wouldn't wanna talk about. There's some things in this that people I'm sure will jump to and will say, yeah, that was absolutely, and I'll tell my story because that was a similar story that I had. But one of the things that sticks out to me is that you then, I'm imagining for some people you are somehow some sort of expert on how you quote unquote deal with this because of just what you do. And there's a part of me that has wanted to really ask you that question. Do people turn to you? And because you've now experienced this in your personal life, because there are some people who turn to me and will say, well, you lost both your parents to cancer they won't phrase it in this way, obviously. They won't say to me, okay, it's Greg in the phone book that he's the one who is the expert on cancer. He's the one that I talk to, but it'll somehow come out that way, right? That it'll be, okay, you're the person who's going to have all the answers because you've experienced this, or you've seen it before, or you've had the personal experience, but you have the personal experience. And then this is also part of the service that you provide to those who rely on you for right. that you know whether it's that faith that compassion whatever it may be do people come to you and say what are the answers cuz i don't have them right now
1: yeah so actually what's funny is <laughs> for me it's actually the reverse so well, and, and as funny as it sounds like as you know as a pastor people when it comes to because you know the thing that sickness death you know, these things bring are the bigger questions, you, you run up against these. And at some point, you're going to ask and have to answer for yourself those bigger questions, right? Um, and, and whatever answer you come up with, that's that, you know, you're going to struggle against all of those feelings that you're having with that with with whatever's working for you, right? So So I find that people, you know, people, because I'm a pastor, they were asking me those questions already. It's kind of like, well, this is finally what you're there for pastor. It's not just to flap your gums on Sunday, but this is what we actually like, right. you know, but what's funny is that since my mom died, it actually makes it more, it actually makes it more real um, for them. And, and what I mean by that is, because c- I'll be the first one to say when I found out and going through those first couple of weeks, what I was, what I learned that I was struggling with was, okay, do you believe it, Matthew? Mm -hmm. And And I'll be the first one to say, do you, you know, uh, you know, I, I'm a again a Christian pastor, so mm-hmm. so obviously I believe that you know Jesus died on the cross and that He rose again, and that that is the end that we get because because of because of what He did for us. Sure, yeah, so I, I I actually had to sit there and deal with. Okay, Matthew, do you believe this? Do you, right. Do you be, now it's your mom. Now it's not somebody else. Now you're not just sitting here saying fluffy words to somebody on a, 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 at a funeral. No, now you have to answer that for you, and you have to believe it for you. And so, so uh, in a very personal way. So what I've actually found is that it makes what I'm saying or what I'm working with people as they go through this to be able to say, look, hey, my mom died, you know, two years ago, three years ago uh, of cancer. And, and, and all of a sudden, all of a sudden that makes it more real. I'm not just, I'm not just, now I'm not, I'm not, I'm not just sitting here just saying stuff. Right. You know? So, so I, so I, so I find it to, to be the opposite. Cause I was already getting asked those questions anyway. I mean, people would already, you know, you know, well, what about this? What about this? And so I was answering those, but now with, uh, uh, when my mom died, it was, it was more of those questions. Of, well, how does this work for you, pastor? How does this, you know, and now it's become much more of a, Um, being able to, to, to help comfort people because yeah, no, I know exactly. I do. I know exactly what you're, what you're going through. I know exactly what it feels like to, to be sitting with this horrible thing over your head. So, so yeah. I,
0: I talk a lot about not having a playbook when it comes to cancer. There's nothing that you open up. And certainly there are a lot of experts. There are You could probably let's just say it this way that you could probably map out a playbook by what experts would tell you, by what your doctors would tell you, by what past experiences from people, you know, the dreaded thing that we all do, which is we try and find something online that seems to make sense and then try and make sense of it when we try and make sense of what we tried to make sense of. And then it's down the road and you're in a wormhole and it's a whole thing. In some ways, you somewhat have a playbook. You're the closest, I would think, to someone who actually does have a playbook because you rely on a book as part of sort of what that, everything that you talk about and what you believe in. A- and to me, that brings some comfort to to people, I would imagine. But then also, what you're just telling me to me shows off that power of cancer too, because from everything I know about you, none of this is a, is a facade. None of this is a show. You believe this, you are, (laughs) you are genuine in your belief. Yeah. There are people that you talk to genuinely every day in your life who you can look at them and you say, they don't believe it. You're somebody who believes it. That's amazing to me that to hear you say that and takes, it shocks me a little bit because it just shows the power of cancer that that can do that to, to someone who, who believes and has strong beliefs and, and is that's what your life is based on is those beliefs.
1: Yeah. Yeah, no. And, and what makes the you know, the tragedy of cancer for me is the fact that it takes so long,
0: Mm -hmm.
1: right? that there's that that it that there is a process and i you know i'm not gonna go into any other kind of death and i'm not gonna have a grief off with anybody right that's not, sure yeah that's not what i'm trying to do i'm just simply saying that even with you know something as aggressive as my mom's uh pancreatic cancer that was a year right that was a year of fighting a year of of questions a year of all of this and so you get this time And, 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 and the tragedy of that is the fact that it gives you all the time to sit there and think, what if, what if, what if, and, and, and I'm not even like my, my dad, you know, like my dad and I have had these conversations about the what ifs, what if we would have found out earlier, what if she would, she would have done this because you know, there are all these signs that when you look back, you're going, Hey, could have asked a different question at the doctor 10 years ago, five years ago, whatever, absolutely. And so, so it it causes that. Well, and then and then actually it spins it the other way too, the time frame, because you know as the, the son of someone with pancreatic cancer, genetically you know there's a higher possibility, and yeah. you know there's the, like so so now all of a sudden y- your life is affected the same way because now you, now it's it's you're thinking hey what about this what about this what about this, but my point in, in in the time frame. is is because it gives it gives so much like you were saying earlier it's such a blessing because it gives all this time so you so so there are these weird things that happen then the good things but good grief it gives you all sorts of time to sit there and actually have to ask again the tough questions and the and 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 sit there and really really wrestle with the 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 big questions you know
0: and i know not everybody listening is a sports fan but the The sports analogy that sort of pops into my mind is that, you know, I'm a huge soccer fan. So you'll watch a player who will miss scoring a goal in front of an empty net and there's nobody there because they had time and they had no pressure on them. And sometimes that's hard for people to think about that. How do you miss sort of what's obvious and right in front of you? And it's because you don't have anything around you. You have almost too much time. You have almost too much to think about. It, it messes with your head in a lot of ways. And again, good and bad, but there are a lot of things there that I'm sure you convey to people weekly, daily to say that to them. But I, I think that's an amazing perspective that it's just very tough because I think there's a lot of people who do live in that world of thinking until you're part of this quote unquote club your perspective isn't as valuable as somebody else's who's part of the club. And it's not anybody who's made sweatshirts for the club or that, you know, yeah. it's an actual club, but you really do get to a point, And, and I've talked with people about this. We've talked on previous episodes about this. If you have a, what's a relatively simple diagnosis and you undergo treatment and everything works itself out. Sometimes you feel like you're not as much of a part of the club as someone who has lost somebody or someone who has battled aggressively against cancer for years. And Mm -hmm. it's just, it's, it's very strange that way, because again, you and I, I don't think are people who think that way, but you just, there, there's part of that, that is almost like you've entered into the club because of the experiences you've had.
1: Yeah, uh, that I That I agree with. I I think, I think it changes, it changes the way you hear the word that's for darn sure. You know I mean? Again, as a, as a pastor, you know, you hear a cancer diagnosis and and it's, this is, you know, my mom is not the first person that I, that I had to walk with, you know, through cancer and, you know, all the way to death and all that good stuff, you know? So, but man, it changed, it just changes when it's a family member, when it's, when it's you, I'm sure it's even different, you know, but man, it changes the way you hear the word changes how you feel about it you know and, and and uh there are days there are still times there are still days where i get angry uh you know i'm angry at at, at cancer you know mm-hmm. <laughs> <And> i'm angry <laughs> that my you know my, my mom you know doesn't get to see certain things that that uh, that every once in a while still i'll be like oh mom would love this or or, or 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 i wish i could ask my mom that or you know whatever so i still get angry about it but 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 it just, like you said, it, it, it changes your perspective on, on cancer. It changes your perspective on life. It changes it. It, it. it is a very, and I do think it's an odd diagnosis that way too. Now, I mean, I, I guess I had never really considered that, but you're making me think about that a little harder. And, and, and I, I will say it, it, it's, it's an odd diagnosis because it does it is something you fight it is something you can beat but it's also something that sometimes you can't you know like yeah. it's just
0: it huh well at, at this point i will say that i am unbelievably thrilled that i had a chance to talk with you i i think there's so much more there i hope that we have a chance to talk more in this forum i know we'll talk about it you know just in hopefully in warmer days and in the backyard at some point. Uh, I really appreciate it. I think there's a lot of perspective there um, and, and I hope we get to catch up soon and, and dive a little deeper into the conversation and, and have more of a talk about it. So I appreciate it.
1: Sure, absolutely. And, I, and, and again, I, I appreciate it very, very much. Uh, I, I do not uh, get the opportunity to talk about, as, as funny as this sounds, uh, as a professional, you know, uh, you don't get a lot of time to talk about where you're, where, where you're coming from. I've, I've spoken with doctors about this. I've spoken with others in, you know, in similar fields. Uh, and so it's just really helpful to actually sit and talk about it and think about it from my perspective, not necessarily how am I using this to help someone else, but rather just being able to talk about it from my perspective. So I appreciate the opportunity to do that.
0: This has been the Shaking Cancer Podcast. Follow us at Shaking Cancer on Facebook and Twitter. And we are Shaking Cancer at Instagram. Reach out to us to share your stories at ShakingCancer at gmail.com. By sharing our stories, we are Shaking Cancer.